All right, how many times have you been to the Ralph Ingleston Arena to watch a UND Fighting Hawks game, right? Yep. Well, we've got the voice, Darren Looker, in the studio today. Our show brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701 701- 330-1273. And make sure you call Executive Properties, too, for uh, your snow removal. Uh, we will be getting more snow. I guarantee you that. If you have any questions or comments for myself or Darren Looker, our phone number is 701-213-0863. Again, 701-213-0863. Uh, let's get it out of the way. Let's do it right away. Our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. You know, a good woman is always by your side during bad times. Good woman, always by your side. During bad times, uh, to tell you that none of this would have happened if you would have just listened to her. Yeah. Oh, oh, well. uh, no comment from you, Mr. Looker? No, just uh, <laughs> thanks for getting that out of the way early. That's probably the nicest thing you do for me today. Hey, how are you, man? I'm doing great, John. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing good. You know, uh, we've known each other for a long time. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it just came to me it like a dream. It's kind of odd. Dreaming about Darren Looker, but um, yeah, (laughs) I start thinking about, you know, everybody knows who you are, but probably a lot of people don't know who you are. Um, You know, anybody in radio or does the PA stuff like you do and both, uh, we all kind of run into that. And, and, you know, a lot of the times you get the look and you say, hey, I'm John and they'll go, oh, you're John, you know, or you get that look. But um, uh, I just thought that uh, today would have been a, a really good time to get you in the studio and find out a little bit about you. How's that? Works for me. Appreciate it. Yeah, all right. All right. Um, first off, um, Christmas, New Year's, things went well for you? Yeah, everything was great. Uh, a couple of weeks off uh, right in the heart of hockey season there. So I got some family time in. I uh, got through everything uh, mostly unscathed and got back to it here on the start of January. Mostly unscathed. Yeah, I mean, uh, normal wear and tear <laughs> yeah. that you run into at holiday parties and whatnot. Yeah, but, and, and, uh, and time all you got a little one now. Yeah. Uh, how was that for Christmas? Uh, things are a little different, I would imagine. Yeah, they're uh, all going no quit. Yeah, yeah. And and how old is she? She's two and a half. Oh, boy. So yep. the nice part is when you go to anything around the holidays with a two and a half year old, you're bringing the entertainment. Mm. So it's uh, nobody even cares about seeing you, which is just funny. Yep. You kind of yep. wave, say hi, we're here, and then you... Just open things, put batteries and things. And yep, bring the ahead. pack and play and go, go, hold on. Hey, I got yeah, eight more trips right. to go to the truck and, yep. and back and forth. Um, and your wife, uh, everything's going good. Yeah, um, things and, are good and you're happy over in Eastside. Yeah, we're uh, we're proud pointers. Uh, both uh, former Thief River Falls prowlers, just like you. Yep. And, uh, we've converted. Uh, I'll, I'll admit it here on uh, on uh, live broadcast. That, yeah, we're proud greasers now. Are you an East greaser we're now? We're East greasers. You so. know, that's funny. When I first moved out, uh, you know, where I live, right outside of East Grand Forks, uh, yep. Good friend of mine, you know, because I used to always, they were our enemies back in the day. You know, right. we call the potato heads in my <laughs> era. We're a little older than you. But um, he's like, oh, you know, you're an East Greaser now. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm a rural East Greaser. <laughs> so I'm really technically not an East Greaser. But um, um, things are good over there, Ben. You got a nice yeah. little little spot in the town there. Uh, nice spot. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, we enjoy it. Uh, great to, to be a part of that community. And, and like you said, the nice thing, and I found out right away when we came over here and as the as the conversion was going, that mm-hmm. you can still hate Warroad. So oh, it's yeah. just as easily over here. So no offense, no offense to that community, but if there's, if there's common uh, ground, uh, you've at least got that. Hey, I love that. Um, uh, obviously, you know, we heard some news about Warroad uh, up there a little while, but a couple of months ago or whatever, and I was said, told by somebody, um, aren't you afraid to go back up there? And I'm like, not afraid of one guy. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. big deal. Um, hockey, sports, all of that stuff. Yeah. Tell us about your life growing up in Thief River. Were you, were you a sports nut? Yeah, definitely was. Uh, always been a rink rat. Mm-hmm. Uh, first and foremost, my dad was uh, one of the rink guys in Thief River for 40 years. Forever. Yeah. Samboni guy, right? So yep. when I was a kid, it was just 
getting to go to work with him was yeah. one of the coolest things. Yeah, well, so for just, sure. Just being in the arenas. So. Yeah, and him and Browse and yeah. all of those yeah. old timers there. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, they're just beauties that you grow up with. Well, for it. sure. And at that time, you don't even know what a beauty is. Yeah, what, you know, these are just the, <laughs> these are just the crazy guys that my dad works with. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, I got into it that way. Uh, played football, baseball. Never played hockey, which mm-hmm. surprises some. Yeah, but at the time, of course, you know, when you're a Minnesota kid, you're going to either do it or not do it. Sure, early. sure. And when it was time to either go for it, I was just yeah, kind of. Home mm-hmm. and and probably worked out great because yeah. I, I know my athletic limits and probably would have just worked harder to get to the same spot I am now. Oh, well, that's a very good way of putting it. <laughs> right so, now, yeah. if I remember your dad, wasn't he pretty quiet? Yeah, he didn't have a whole. Quiet. Like, you had to get to know him really well. You had to get to know him really well, and uh, to put it best and probably safest, you had to get him in the right environment. Sure, sure. So if he, exactly if he was in a social environment, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. he'll. Uh, He's one of the most fun people there is, uh, and there's a lot of people that uh, would chuckle, kind of like you're doing right now when they, yep. yeah. when they think of that uh, proper environment. But, uh, right, and, and you know, yeah. I can remember hanging around the rink, too, because I was a rink rat, and, sure. and you know, the names we're naming, and you throw in the Kurt Howes and, and all of those guys that are always around there. Um, man, it brings back great times right. in the Huck, and, and uh, even the old arena. Yeah. You know, downtown, yeah. I, I can remember uh, as a Bantam, I was a freshman, so I was going to Lincoln High School. I'd go stash my bag down yeah. in the locker room, my duffel bag at the old arena, and go walk to school and then go right after class. But, um, man, those are some good times. Now, when it comes time for what you're doing now, sure. uh, doing the voice thing, when did you ever realize in your life that, you know what, I want to make some money using my voice? How did that all come around? Um, kind of just fell into it, to be honest with you. Uh, part of that being a ring crat, you know, growing up around it, uh, it was my freshman year of high school was actually one of the student managers for, for the varsity team mm-hmm. with uh, Coach Berglund and that, and mm-hmm. that crew. And so part of that was just being in the penalty box, doing the, doing the box sure. operating things, clock, stats, whatever. And it was about halfway through, maybe even the, earlier than that, my sophomore year, was talking with one of the parents, and they went, uh, they went you know, how come we don't have an announcer? Why does nobody announce the JV games at the yeah. time? And I, yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't really have a good answer for you. And then I thought, well, I guess I could just do it. What the hell? I'm in there anyway. Mm-hmm. So kind of just uh, started that. And uh, then it was towards the end of my sophomore year. Marty Collins, if you remember that name. Sure do. Record it. Barn, Budget Electronics. Uh, yeah, yep. had uh, had the open line program on, mm-hmm. on KTRF. Yep. And so he came up to me and said, yeah, he said, we got to get you out there. Like, you got to be doing this. And I'm thinking, well, I've never really given much thought to this. You know, I don't know what mm-hmm. I'm going to do. And turned 16 and then i'm like well okay well i gotta get a job yeah so i'm like well what am i gonna do like huh well i wonder if there's anything to this so when i called marty i said hey if you're still you know serious about trying to pull a string or whatever mm-hmm. he said no 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 he said i'll put you in touch and went out to mark allen another thief of yep, her name yep. you know, and, and uh interviewed and, and it was about uh maybe a day later if that he called and said yeah we'd like to bring you in part-time and, and do some part-time announcing and, and board operating mm-hmm. and things like that so Next thing you know, it's my senior year of high school, and I've adjusted my schedule. So I've got classes in the mornings, and then most days I'm off running a four-hour radio show in the afternoon. And I thought, well, this is fun, and this is, like you know, this is more fun than a real job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, it used to be. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. And we you mentioned, you know, making money in it. Well, well yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's fun and there's making money. Yeah, there's fun and there's making money, but it was something that I really enjoyed and mm-hmm. had a lot of fun with and, and kind of just took it day by day at that point. So you didn't go to school for radio or television, or did you? So I went to the Northland program. Okay, yeah, uh, which, which, by the way, yep. was probably the top program in the country. Yes, yep. yes, hands down. Um, went there for a year, and by then it was, you know, I had already been in, in the local media mm-hmm, sure. for close to three years, a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, you know, I'm going to focus in on this. By then I had started being involved with UND, and so then it was just kind of the focus of, you know, what do I want to do longer term? How am I going to be in the best position to do that? And I want to be able to commit to everything UND. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of put the focus on that and uh, have been uh, successfully moonlighting uh, as a radio yeah. guy here now for, for quite a few years. Um, I can. Uh, somebody wants to hear the uh, Fighting Sue scoring, but uh, maybe we'll do that after a while. Yeah, there you go. Um, I remember um, when I was the voice of the Prowlers, yep. um, it was uh, the first one not named Olsen. Right. Uh, and, and I remember how nervous I was. Until I talked to old Ron Novak between periods in my very first game. We're out there having a cigarette, you know, on the little entryway there at the Huckles and when he could still smoke. Yeah. And uh, he'd be like, Robbie, uh, we got no problems here. Let's just keep. And from then on, it was just like, 
you know, I had guys like that um, who was a very big influence to me growing up. He was my squirt hockey coach. Sure. Um, but guys like Don Jorstead. Yeah. You know, I, I followed Don around. Yeah. Um, I, I knew where every football field in northwestern Minnesota was. Also knew where every American Legion club right. in northwest Minnesota was right. because of following and going on the road with Don. I mean, I got to work with Don Jorstead. I got to work with uh, Don Howe. And, yeah. and I got to work with some really, really who I thought were top-of-the-line announcers back in the day. So back then, guys, it, it was so much different back then. Yeah, really was. Um, you, you haul around your, your stuff for a telephone, or if you had a, you know an old Marty, you'd have the antenna hooked up, and yeah. you'd have to turn oh. the antenna right and do all of this well, and that. nobody stands in between you and the antenna. Yeah, and, and, and now uh, you got a briefcase. Right. And pretty much you can do just about anything with it. But um, times have really changed. Yeah, they really have. I remember it was... I think senior year of high school, we had done kind of like a career day where you would go, part of it was anyway, ended about at the college. Mm -hmm. And I had been working for a couple of years in radio and they were kind of taking you through the things to see if you had any interest in this field. Yep. Of course, I'm just going because I, I know what I'm going to do yep. at this point. And I remember it was Mark Johnson, the teacher at the time, he's going through these demonstrations and he goes, uh, so this is the record player. These are 33 and a thirds. These mm -hmm. are 45s. And he said, Biggest thing you have to do when you're going to play a song is you have to cue it. Well, yeah. Does anybody here know how to cue a record? Yeah. And it's all these other seniors, and they're just looking at them pie-eyed, and I'm the guy just yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they look at me like I'm from some other planet. Yeah. But, but, yeah, like things like that that you just you got to learn. Uh -huh. Now it's uh, you're good as long as the Wi-Fi or the wired Internet. Uh, right, out. right. And, and, you know, how I got my start was um, I always wanted to fly. Uh, really? I wanted to fly the military, okay. and um, when, when we took our career aptitude test our, our junior year, uh, my number one was um, law enforcement, and my number two was entertainment. So I thought, well, law enforcement, I thought a little bit about being a game warden, and then I thought, no, I want to fly the military until I found out you can't fly squat in the military unless you go to four years of college, unless you want to go the Rob Jorstead route and fly helicopters in the Army. Sure. So I thought, okay, maybe that's cool. Well, then I got the radio bug. And I applied, and I got accepted six days after we graduated from high school. So while all my friends are still yeah. partying out at the St. Hilaire pits all oh, yeah. summer long. I'm getting up and going to class at 7 o'clock in the morning. Um, but I can still remember my first day uh, because Howard Rocky had the summer semester off, so it was Don Jorstead was the teacher. Sure. My first day, I did a shift on 90.1. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. My voice was probably 10 octaves higher than it is now just because of the nervousness. Um, and And... But before you know it, I, I can remember I'm doing this show called the For Those Who Like It Loud show. And Don would come in and he'd just be scratching his head and he'd have that look on his face oh, like, God it. dang it. He goes, you know how many phone calls I got about you last night? And I'm like, well, how many? He goes, a lot, but at least I'm getting phone calls so they're listening, you know. And, and, yeah. But they kind of just throw you into the fire. And, and, you know, Rocky used to say you learn more in the first month of your job, your first job, than you ever will here. We can't teach you everything. But, um, yeah, exactly. man, I had some good times. Back well, you're then, just, you're playing, right? It's, yeah, it's it's so much great, and like I said, radio's so unique and and great for us because outside of you and I sitting in this room, mm -hmm. we know there's people listening, we know there's people watching, but it's just you and I. That's yeah, the best yeah, but, right, right. And and you know, yeah. if you look at somebody in the studio, their hands are doing what we're doing. Yeah, you know, it's like, well, who's he talking to in there? I'm, nobody. I'm talking to my microphone, right. but that's just the way I am. Now, you, you started, uh, you talk about um, doing high school games, yep. uh, PA announcing, which um, I know you're still doing some high school games around yes. here, uh, which is cool because I know, especially over to East Grand Forks, I love going over there and, and yep. when you're there. Uh, it's, it's fun when you get to know the people and see the people, including the PA announcers, rink workers, parents, all yep. that kind of stuff. Yep. I love that. Um, but um, uh, when, when it comes to the, the Ralph Ingolstead Arena, we want to get into that little part now. Okay, at that time I was doing women's hockey. Yep. Um, and you, and then they announced, uh, and, and I had done a bunch of games because Hennon was sick. Yeah, he, he he was starting to miss more. And yeah. More. Yep. And so I got lucky enough to do. I mean, I think I did the Badgers Sioux series. I think I did the Golf. I can't remember, but I did a bunch of big series. But the first thing I remember is how ballsy and godlike you sound in that system, man. I mean, it is well, just yeah, crazy yeah. how good a guy can sound. That's, uh, that's a compliment to the system more than it oh, definitely absolutely. is Oh, absolutely. Absolutely yeah. it was. Um, and, and I just remember how, how cool it was, but um, came down to they're looking for a new announcer. And if yep. I remember right, it came down to you and I were the finalists. We were up there. Yeah. And, yep. um, and, and the funny thing is, is I didn't even know if I wanted it. Right. I think it was more of a, a more of a pride Sure. Thing, you know, yeah. um, I don't know. But um, 
I was actually relieved I didn't get it. Yeah. Because I didn't know if I wanted well, I it. I am too. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but what people don't realize is if, if you say you got a game at 7 o'clock, right. you don't show up at 20 to 7, no. do your stuff, right. and leave right after the game. You can, but it probably you, won't be very Right, right. Yeah. And um, so... If, say we're doing a home game. Yep. Um, go through your schedule. Say sure. we're you know whatever Friday night game. Yep. Uh, what what happens in your life? So I'm I'm probably a little type OCD to begin with. So so what I do is Same probably way. a little more extreme than others. But I like to be in at least a couple hours before, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of get there. Uh, Friday night game. By then I've gone through the visiting team roster a couple times that week. Uh, we have about an eight to ten page script that we follow yep. for presentation to the second to the second. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I usually will get that Friday morning. Not much changes, but you still go through it just to just to see if there are any surprises. Make notes, things like that. Uh, so then it's just a final kind of roster check. I'll make notes. We get line charts with the visiting team. Uh, so I'll make notes on pronunciations, things like that. Go through the script same way. Uh, we do a sound check, which is just very simple. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome mm-hmm. to the University of North Dakota, Ralph Ingles Arena. We do it just because that's the way hockey people are. Like, you have that routine. Yep. So yep. for Josh Jones and I, Absolutely. we get kind of weird if, mm-hmm. we, if we miss anything like that. Uh, and then it's like uh, sports, hockey especially. It's some hurry up and wait. Uh, team comes on, and then we're off and running uh, about 38 minutes before for me when the team comes on for warm-up. Yep, yep. Uh, a couple of people texting in. Liz B five nine five five seven four one five. Hey, what's up? Uh, Hi. <laughs> Nick Curtis, one of the coolest things I got to experience was sitting at the bun when you and he was playing Boston University at yes. Madison Square Garden back in 2014-15. Darren came into the bun, grabbed the mic, and announced like he was at the Ralph. One of the coolest experiences I ever got to witness. Nick Curtis, great guy. So, little backstory to that. Not a correction. I did not grab the mic, but if you know <laughs> the late great Harry Bushaw, oh, we all knew Harry. Yep. Who, who gave me two of the best compliments ever in the bun? Uh, one of which was that was that night where he said, "Well, if you're here, he said we're going to put you to work." Mm-hmm. So he said, "Here you go. Every time we score, this is what you're doing." And of course, knowing Harry, he oh, took well care of me. Oh, so. sure he did. The other one was one night we were in there, some friends of ours uh, on a non hockey night, and then I'd like to get into the jukebox mm-hmm. from time to mm-hmm. time. And so I'm up there, old school, right? I don't have touch tunes because I will be chapter 11 bankrupt if I get into the touch tunes. Oh, app. yeah, yeah. Full disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm up there, old school, and, and not playing next, nothing that. And all of a sudden, Harry comes up and he goes, Is this you playing all this music? Yeah. Huh. You're the closest thing to a house band we've ever had. <laughs> so I just. Another compliment. Yeah, yeah. So a great, just a couple of Harry thoughts there when you bring up the bond. But yeah, such a fun night. And it's, it's I don't know, it's. I don't like the attention. Yeah. It's just like, because it's just kind of, but it's pretty cool when, at the end of the day, when people are like, oh, yeah, you're that guy. Yeah. And and, so. and do you feel bad because this happens to me where I have people come up to me all the time and, hey, John, how you doing, man? And, and you know you know him, but you don't. Yeah. Yep. And and you can't, it's easy to remember Darren right. or John, yeah. but it's not easy to remember. And I feel just horrible. Yeah. So I, my wife and I, and maybe you've probably done the same thing with your wife, when these random people come up and start talking to you, it's like, she gets mad at me because I can't go to a bar or a restaurant without somebody stopping right. and talking to people. She's found out and learned if I don't introduce her, it's because I can't remember their yes. damn name. Yep. That's so, you know, what? I'll just be, hey, this is my wife, Lori, yeah. and, and, and hope they yep. introduce themselves. But um, the, the attention, you're not a big fan of that. No. And that goes back, I think, to the radio part, right? You mm-hmm. just want to be heard and not yeah. seen. And, yeah. and, and to that point, too, I, there's nothing better than when people come up to me, especially at the Ralph, and they want to say hi. And you go through that thing, and you feel so bad. Yeah. yeah. You just feel terrible because it's like, I can't place you, and I'm sorry, but... 98% of that is because my mind is focused exactly. in on, on mm-hmm. what we've got going on that night at the, at the Ralph. So I just, I mean, again, it's it, when you look back, you're like, man, this is kind of cool. Like, it, it is. Yeah. And, it, and you talked about the doing the Eastside games. Sadly, I haven't done as much with, with schedules this year, but I remember it was a couple of years ago, we're doing a game at Eastside, and you know how the penalty box is. It's open on the sides mm-hmm. there. And this kid who's probably seven or eight years old comes down to the front row and he kind of sticks his head around the corner, and I'm doing the announcements, this and that. And you can just see him. Just You can see the gears yep, going and yep. he's working. <laughs> and finally, he works up the courage, and he goes, how do you do that? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? You don't keep doing the thing. And he's just standing there. And he goes, how do you do that? And finally, I kind of leaned on I said, like, what? How do I do what? And he just, how can you sound just like the guy at the Ralph? <laughs> 
And I was just like, you're blown away because it's like, okay, this is how this kid's mind is working. Yeah. And I remember telling him, I said, well, I am the guy at the Ralph. And it was just. Yeah. He just met like, the biggest celebrity of his yeah, life. I could have told him I was Batman. Yeah. And that would have came in second. Like, yeah, this guy was like, whoa. So that's really cool. Like, and, you and, and you know, it's funny um, that you mentioned this. And I'm sure you go through the same thing, too. You got a friend with you or something. Yeah. And, People are coming up to you and talking to you and, hey, yeah. hey how you doing, Darren? You know, and uh, the friends are like, wow, this is cool. Man, everybody knows who you are. And it's like, believe me, it, it wears yeah, on you real quick. Haven't met too many of my friends, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you talk about um, um, learning pronunciations and things. That's a, yeah. a big thing. Um, I've had people come to me and say, why bother? Well, I tell you what, if um, you're lucky enough to play in a team where you've got a good announcer yeah. or you've got a radio station covering it, the last thing I want to do is butcher a kid's exactly. name. Um, so I, I take pride in that. But I remember calling the World Juniors. Yep. Um, we called like 16. I think I had 16 games. And, and I did a couple in Thief River where a lot of the European teams were playing. Yeah. Yep. And you meet with their media people, their media rep, and you, you try to write them down and get the right pronunciations. But it was like doing a Stephen Argyle game. You know, some of yeah, these names were, they were, you know, there wasn't a single vowel in there, you know, yeah. or whatever. They're just in, and, and uh, I can remember, I was always told you act like you know what you're saying. Yes. And a lot 100%. of people won't know. Yep. Don't stumble, just whip it out there. And I can remember many times announcing a scorer. And uh, you'd see the guys down on the yep. bench, and they'd be chuckling, you know, like, but that name, you know, oh, but yeah. um, has there ever been a name that you just, even though you think you got it, you just can't get it to roll off, right? Or have you never had that problem? I, I'm not going to say I've never had that problem. <clears throat> just trying to think of some strong ones that come to mind. There's been a few. I know there has, and especially I've done uh, UND commencements now the last oh, sure. few years, so mm. you definitely get some there where you Because you're not getting it. the pronunciation. Yeah. Right. You're getting it from them. Right. But of course, there's the language barrier there. Mm -hmm. So then you just, there's time, definitely times where you say it and you're just right away in your head, you're like, no, that's that's not right. That's yep. no way that's close. But, yeah. <laughs> but I remember the juniors because it was it was you, myself, Rick Nordhagen. Yeah, Nordy. And, uh, we did quite a few of the, the Thief River games, mm -hmm. and, and I remember it was... Uh, God bless her heart. The she had the the Scandinavian coffee shop downtown in Thief River. Oh, so she was a big help with yeah. all of the yeah. Uh, Gosh, the I remember that now too. Yeah. Um, so we went through. Remember, Rick and I would sit down with her and go through, and you know, you're trying to be laser focused on it, and you do the best you can. Mm -hmm. Right? You just say it once, say it confident, fifty fifty shot. And I remember we had the in 2018 we had the under 18 tournament here. Yeah. And I did the majority of the games at the Ralph for that tournament. And I remember going down and you're just hoping to meet anybody you can from the staff. And so I end up at the equipment table for team Russia. Okay. And these are the <laughs> yeah. guys that are hanging out and I say, Hey, you know, just for, just for a minute, you know, can you, can you help me? I said, here's what I am. Here's who I am. Here's mm -hmm. what I do. And he goes, okay. And the guy was great and go through and I'm kind of looking first, like, okay, are you going to, why don't you tell me what it is? And I'm going to, he goes, no, you, uh, you tell me, okay. And I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. <laughs> and I go through, and of course, the first couple are easy, and I get to a couple, and he's just got that big cat ate the canary grin on his face, and and he goes, no. But he said, listen, they won't understand you anyway. He yeah. Said, just, okay. Just say it. Yeah. Just, yeah. So that's you know mm -hmm. you get advice like that, and that's really all you can do. It is right. Right. Like that. Uh, Chuck Kuznia says those darn Polacks from Stephen Argyle Florian. <laughs> there you go. Um, if. There's games, um, and it's different being yeah. a PA announcer compared to doing the radio, which yep. which you do, and we'll get to that. Um, it's hard. I mean, obviously, it's a little different for you because you are a team's announcer. Yep. Um, I'm not anymore. You know, I cover three different teams. Yep. Is it hard for you to bite your tongue sometimes? Um, I, I, and not so much with the being a homer. Right. But do you ever see things, and, and usually it's when it's going against your team yep. or, you know, but is it hard for you to bite your tongue? And, and because, I mean, on the radio part of it, because there's times I've just, I've had to, I couldn't help it. It's like it just came out of me about right. like bad officiating, miscall, things like yeah. that. Are, are there times where you really, really have to bite your tongue? Oh, definitely. Because it's, you're, you're first and foremost a fan. And for me, I'm fortunate to do what I do for a team that I grew up cheering for. Mm -hmm. So I've been a UND fan for 36 and a half of my 36 and a half years. Don't tell Berkey that. Right? Okay. Yeah. But. <laughs> So, so there's instances. Uh, I think one of the things that really helped me 
go back to what we talked about at the beginning, spending all that time at the rink with my dad. Uh, part of being in the old huck, the office was also the officials' room. Mm. So mm-hmm. we'd spend so much time when it comes to officiating, hanging out with referees. Sure. And I think in my next life, I'll come back as a as a referee. Oh, there you go. You know. And, <laughs> and so you get to know the guys, and even now, getting to know some of the NCHC guys and mm-hmm. having the respect you have. So you try to like officiating is hard. A lot of my best friends are hockey officials. Sure, sure. So they're obviously the low hanging fruit uh, when it comes to you know oh, we don't like that call, blah blah blah. You know, but. At the end of the day, if we light them up on the radio, that's not going to change anything. No, no, we're not. It's saying, not, and we're not saying anything that nobody's already thinking anyway. Right, right. And people know. People definitely know when Tim and I disagree. You know, we're never sure, good sure. cop, bad cop in that sense. Well, but, you're going to so have personality times. conflicts. That's just yeah. all there is to it. Yeah, and there's times where yeah, you bite your tongue, and, mm-hmm. and you're thankful that there's commercials so sure. that you can shut your mic off and look at each other and and and, and, and air it uh, yeah. air it out in ninety and seconds. F you, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe Darren could fill in at the races with you and Chad. Isn't there? Fans would love it. Uh, Nick says uh, definitely would be cool. Maybe we'll have to bring you up there one yeah. time. I don't know. I think you'd ever be interested in doing that I, stuff. So I actually filled in this was back in the bob hultgren days oh sure sure uh back i can't even remember the year but it was uh, uh who was, was i there i don't know if you were there if okay. you were there you were still would have been trackside you would have been trackside yep. and it was uh pat mooney yep yep would come down from our north winnipeg. neighbor from yep. winnipeg right yep and he got into it there was a there was half a year there where he ran into issues that's right getting yep. across yep and it overlapped with the end of the year, and Bob was doing high school football most Friday nights yep, yep. by then. So I filled in for, for a few weeks. Okay. I had a blast doing it. I, yeah. did, a, I did a season up in Greenbush. Oh, sure, sure. Again, just yeah. proving effortlessly or time and time again that the best ability is availability. Yeah, yeah. So just <laughs> I like Greenbush. It's a nice yeah. place. Now hopefully yeah. they got uh, figured out what they're going to be doing uh, next so, year here. I just uh, I just don't know if if the Evavolds and River City Speedway, when they look at the beer sales mm-hmm. on Friday night, if you and I are both working at the same time. That could be an issue. They, they would take a hit because <laughs> I love going to the races on a Friday night. This is awesome. Uh, this is everything that I was imagining and more. I tell you what, Paul, uh, we're going to take a break. Um, you've got some new things, probably a a little out of your wheelhouse coming up. Sure. Uh, I'll give you a hint. You can look at, I don't know if you can see that trophy up there underneath the light. You might be able to see uh, it. We are going to talk about that after this. Winter in the Northland means no golf, right? Wrong. Looking to get in around a golf in a climate controlled winter oasis? Want to just whack some balls in the virtual driving range and work on your swing? Check out Albatross Indoor Golf Club in Grand Forks with more than 90 courses, range venues, and games including Pebble Beach, St. Andrews, TPC Sawgrass, and more. All on an incredibly accurate optical-based simulators from driving to putting. Play straight up, team up for a scramble, play tournaments, or join the two-person scramble league. It's fun for everyone and all ages are welcome too. Call or text 701-757-3220 to set up a tee time. Check out Albatross Indoor Golf Club at the Columbia Mall, your home for the best indoor golf experience around. Well, he's back at the studio, Darren Looker. I don't know if we call him the voice of the UND men's hockey team or the voice of the Ralph Engelstead Arena, or we'll just call him all of that in above, all right? Uh, Looker in the studio with us, uh, dancing for the special stars. Yes. Uh, a great fundraiser yes. for Special Olympics, um, and you are one of the suckers that's going to be doing it this year. I had you take a look up there. You can see the, the mirrored same. ball trophy. Yeah. I did the very first year. Um, how long did it take you to say, yes, I will do this? Um, trying to think. I knew I wasn't going to be able to say no. Mm-hmm. Yep. I knew I didn't yep. really want to say no. So it's one of those deals where you know when certain things are asked that you're you're going to bite the bullet. Yeah, yeah. And this is definitely one of them. Uh-huh. But like I tell people, uh, two things I never want to be known as. I don't want to be the guy that's ever been known to turn down a good time. Yep. And I don't want to be the guy that's ever been known to turn down a great cause. And, sure. Uh, this sure. will be both. So yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. For what should be a great night for a great cause on April sixteenth. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about um, yes, please, how how it was please, for me. Please, um, BJ Max, some great show, a couple of the best in the business. Thanks, BJ. Talked to him last night, but um, it took a long time. Um, our dance yeah. wasn't easy. Yeah. Um, I'm lucky I had a very good professional. Um, and the thing is, is we were supposed to start. And I've had back issues. I've had a few back surgeries. Sure. Well, I blew my back out like two days before we were supposed to start. So I got about a two week late start. 
And it was like four or five, six days a week for a couple of weeks yeah. and, and pounding hard on it, you know, um, which, by the way, this is how I got my love of Crocs. I'd had no shoes to dance on school, a hard yeah, show right. on a hard floor. Yeah. Um, it, it almost sounded like a basketball game, you know, if I'd wearing sneakers or whatever. But um, so my dance partner's husband had a pair of Crocs and he was a dancer, too. And he said, try these. So I tried on these pair of Crocs. Well, OK, long story short, I've got like 15 pairs of Crocs now. But. I'm going to tell you this, if, um, and you don't need to lose weight. I lost about 20 pounds uh, learning how to do the dance. Um, it was so much fun. But when you talk about never um, turning down a good time or a yeah, good cause, when, when, your... when I was done, when you walk back out into that lobby, it's crazy how good you feel. I mean, your whole body is just yeah. like goosebumps because of all the people that come up to you and, and, and the people you're dancing for are some of the most appreciative ones. Right. And, and yeah. that's what made this so cool. You know, uh, my kid was sports director at uh, Special Olympics North Dakota for a couple of years, so sure. we got to do a lot of volunteering. But this is something uh, you're absolutely going to love to do. Um, who yeah. is your dance partner? Taylor Vosick. Okay, and yeah. what do you know about her? Uh, she's a nurse practitioner at Sanford mm-hmm. because we've seen her a few times at a few appointments. Uh, she is a professional dancer, according to Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. That's really all I know, and I'm going to defer to her uh, expertise and good judgment on everything. Okay. Um, are you looking forward to it? Yeah. Uh, it's one of those things where when you think about it, you kind of want to throw up. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's so cool because everybody you talk to is, is excited for you, like mm-hmm. all the reasons you just mentioned, right? And you know what? If if these are the most embarrassing three minutes of my life, absolutely. Then I've got to go back and look at the game film because I'm sure I can. I'm sure I can top it. Yep. And, I mean, and we went through it last year. Uh, my wife's boss Anna Rosberg was in it, who I think oh, sure. was behind the. Let's just call it a nomination committee. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. She, she kind of I think had mentioned <laughs> last year. Oh, you know, we're you're going to get a turn, and yeah, uh-huh, mm-hmm. you know. And, but you see it, and, and you see the the fun that they have on stage. And and the way the crowd reacts to it, and then when you find out that it's the biggest fundraiser yeah. that Special Olympics North Dakota has, mm-hmm. it's like you know at the end of the day, yeah, I'm going to probably look like an idiot for the three minutes, but it, you're you're part of something that's really neat and, and something that people remember forever, and something that's much bigger than you. Sure, because when you think about it, at the end of the day, there's no reason that to, I'm not impacted by anything with that organization and you just want to help uh, some great people any way you can. Right. Um, I, I can still remember the zoot suit. I mean, uh, the whole, the props, that the, part the I'm a little more and... nervous about like the costumes. We haven't really done a whole lot of, uh, coordinating on that yet, but, mm-hmm. we'll, but we'll see. I'm sure I, I'm sure I won't get off easy by any means, but yeah. And, and you know, I also, um, I got to admit I had, I was kind of lucky because, um, I was working full time or I was working radio at the time. Yep. So, Trade out with a tux company yeah. for the outfits right. and stuff like that. So it, it didn't cost me a lot of yeah. money to try to earn a lot of money and, and raise a lot of money. Um, I wish you all the luck in the world. I appreciate that. Um, hopefully, we, you know, maybe we'll get some of these people on, some of the dancers on here yeah. coming up closer to contest time. Was it Teresa that, that got a hold of you or who was it? So it was, uh, I'm trying to think now. Kathy Muse has been our main point of contact. Okay. Um, and then I'm trying to think of who else we've had. Uh, obviously, talking with Nancy Hansen, who's the CEO. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I can't even. I kind of kind of blacked out a little bit when I got asked and I agreed to it. So. Yeah, I, I wish I can't find the video yeah. of mine. Uh, Mark Dobmeyer, I know, danced oh, that good. year, so and it can uh, be can be erased and delayed. right. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, there you go. Um, I don't know what happened, but um, <laughs> anyway, enough of the dancing for the special yeah. stars. Um, when you started in the in the <clears> business. I want, uh, who were some of your mentors, and was there sure. anybody you wanted to model yourself after? Was there anybody that you just went, man, I want to sound like yeah. that guy? Like, I want to sound like when I'm at the, when I'm when I'm at the um, East Grand Fork Civic Center, I want to sound like the guy that's at the Ralph. Right. I mean, was there anybody you know, uh, mentor wise, kind of like you, you know, you mentioned Don Jorstead, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of that KTRF crew, Bob Holtgren, oh, John sure. Praska, yep. Mark Allen. Guys that, uh, when I was starting, you would end up, you'd travel with these guys, mm-hmm. and, and you're breaking in that way. You know, sports wing, too, the same way. Sure, just sure. Would take you in and, and, and show you the ropes and, and how everything goes uh, in that side of it. Uh, guys that I always looked up to, I'm fortunate I get to work with, with one of them, and that's Tim. That's, oh, yeah. You, know, you, you talk about guys you look up to and guys that uh, Absolutely. You, you idolize. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, he's, he's right there. Uh, as far as like who I've wanted to sound like or, or emulate a little bit, kind of a, I kind of, there's, there's kind of a few that I try to 
like think if you take certain parts from them and this is going to get real nerdy in a hurry, but like <laughs> growing up, like you just kind of look at like the, the passion of a Harry Carey. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and, and for me, you set the bar high because you know, you're never going to be these people, but if you can take certain things, so you have the passion of Harry Carey, kind of that, you know, live the big life, have fun, work harder, yeah, you know, things like that. Uh, Jim Hewson from Hockey Night in Canada. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, just his his delivery, his vocabulary, it just just is so good. And then of course Tim, same mm-hmm. thing. You know, you have that where you're just uh, you know that that Tim is part of UND hockey, like just synonymous with the program. So really, those are those are three big ones. Uh, I'm sure there's others. You know, like the the Bob Coles of the world. Yeah, go back to a lot of Hockey Night in Canada. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, but so just trying to pull certain things because I you're fortunate enough like you know if if you try to be somebody all you are is you trying to be that person absolutely and and another fun part about this too Darren is 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 you know you might idolize these maybe that's a bad word or you you might try to emulate them or whatever um you don't know them yeah but then when you get to know these people right they're completely usually different yeah. than what and, the and voice projects. You, you you have it in your mind how this guy must be. His personality's right. got to be this type. And then you get to meet him, and they're completely different than you would imagine. Yeah. Here's, you know, like like us. Here's these people see you, and they just assume that, oh, yeah, you're you're loud, and you yell yeah. all the time. That he sleeps in a race car bed. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and no, like I'm thankful to be in a studio with – myself to other people because i just like to you know kind of be a little soft-spoken sometimes. Right. again sure. uh if you've seen me in the social settings and at work you'll you'll say no that's not accurate but right. yeah right. but it's just yeah it's it's one of those things where if you if you build up your idols and all that too much then you, you usually end up being disappointed which absolutely uh, which is just part of it I guess. very well put yeah. uh bailey bjorgi uh darren i work with the hockey team any ideas for me i can help with the team i need to know you are my inspiration i like the tiktok videos about the ralph it is so cool That's bailey awesome. thank you for texting us that is awesome saw her at the game last night yeah now um what do you do in the summer i mean that's kind of a little off season if you would for you or not yeah a little bit of an off season um usually i kind of go so i mentioned uni commencements uh spring commencement in may is kind of the end of the season i Mm -hmm. guess if if you're looking at it that way and then we start at usually the first part of August with the, with the summer commencement. Yep. So there's a few months there uh, where I'm at with my life. It's, it's the weekends where we're at that point where you think, okay, I have nothing going on. Then all of a sudden you look at the whiteboard calendar, mm-hmm. and seven things have filled in. Yep. Uh, try to get up Lake of the Woods as often as we can. Uh, I'm a Shriner as well. Okay. So try, Good to, for you. try to chase the parade circuit sure. yep. a little bit. Uh, as much as we can. Uh, so Shrine Circus in April is usually one I try to make just because in the wintertime it's, mm-hmm. it's tough to hit uh, as much involvement there as I'd like to be. So And then it's just it, just kind of life, and you, and you sit back, and you kind of just uh, – the season comes quicker and quicker every year. Uh, involved with UND football as well. Okay. Uh, yeah, oh, that's our, right. Yeah, radio coverage there. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, once August hits, it's really really back to work. So it's two, two months of just uh, kind of just unwinding a little bit and, and letting life happen. You know, we talk about um, being an announcer, and now let's just go to the radio side here. When you're on the road, you're on the road with Tim Hennessy. Um, uh, of course, Mike is in town here, a great guy. But yeah. um, when you're on the road, you don't just go Friday and get there an hour before the game. You guys, I think it's probably NCAA rules. If you go on a road yeah. trip, you got to yep. be there Thursday because everybody gets ice time. Yep. And so, okay, you are very fortunate uh, to be a part of one of the best hockey teams in the country, yes. which means when you're one of the best, you're usually making money. The team is. So that means you usually have stuff like a charter airplane yes. or a charter jet. Very spoiled. So you guys are you're, you're taking off on a Thursday. Tomorrow yeah. you drive because you're just yep. going to St. Cloud. But you take off and fly out on a Thursday. Nice, because you just yeah. you show up, you go right to the plane, you, you don't, they, they bring you right to where you got to go. Yeah. There's no waiting around, catching connects and all this stuff. But how are you? flying i mean we hear about the john maddens in life sure. and 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 guys like me i'm not a good flyer i survived a plane <laughs> crash you know but um how are you and have you had any hairy flights where you went my god i'm gonna swear to god i'm quitting as soon as we <laughs> land if we land so i'm i'm fortunate in that sense because i'm a huge airplane nerd yeah I, I am too to I, I really am and i so i enjoy it dan johansson and i are both airplane nerds dan the equipment guy for und hockey so mm-hmm. we're got like the flight aware app we're tracking the charter flight oh, yeah. we're looking at all this and but the the one thing i'll say if you've ever been on an airplane 
you know when certain things oh, yeah. are. Yeah. And, and fortunately, I haven't had any real hairy, like, okay, I've never, you know, kissed the ground mm-hmm. when I get off or, or anything. But it's funny how you can sit there and I tell people, like, you could take me into the cockpit and I couldn't tell you what a single button up there does. Mm-hmm. But when you land hard or you land, like, you kind of know. Yeah. And you kind of know what the pilot's thinking. And I remember it was, we came in one night last year from Denver, Colorado College, what have you. And looking, and I'm about probably 10, 12 rows back of the plane, and I'm looking out the window, and we're coming in, and you, just like everybody does, right? You see Grand Forks mm-hmm. the whole way, mm-hmm. Highway 2, and all of a sudden I look over and I see the terminal, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I haven't heard the thud yet, yeah. <laughs> and this is dead of January. Uh-huh. Like, okay, how's this going to go? So, of course, you hit, yep. and then it's wide open throttle, whatever they do, every bag in the overhead yep. is slammed ahead, and, and you're just like, whoa. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, welcome to Manville, where the local time yeah. is 1.40 a.m. <laughs> Sorry, and, we overshot the runway yeah. by a couple of miles. So then we, we were leaving a couple of weeks later, and you get to know the great people at, at GFK and, mm-hmm. and flight support and mention it to one of the guys. He's like, yeah, we want you to come in, and the guy was a little long there. So it's kind of every now and then you kind of yep, gauge sure. little things you come up with. There's mm-hmm. a group of us that will kind of put money on uh, this is – this landing is not going to be good. But. You know, it's funny because um, after my plane crash, um, I decided uh, – they sent me down to the Minnesota Vikings surgeon mm-hmm. down in uh, Braemar Sports Medicine Center, I think, down in Edina because I had some complications. So my surgeon sent me down there. Uh, we drove down there, and my idea was, you know, I'm going to get right back on the horse. That's when they had that little yeah. 22-seater Fairchild that used to fly from the cities to, to Thief River. I'm going to jump right back on that plane, and I'm going to fly home. Sure. It will show them. Yeah. Well, I got stuck in the St. Paul in the airport for three days, blizzard. Yeah. And they give you, I think it was like five or six dollars a day to live on. Well, at that time, I'm smoking three packs of Marbs a day. So I'm, I haven't eaten in a couple of days because every nickel they're giving me, I'm trying to, I'm using it for cigarettes. Yeah. Um, there's 22 people on the plane. They'd only take 11. Finally, we're going to get to finally leave this airport, but only 11 of you. I'm, I'm trying to give my seats away. Well, at that time, I, I think I was walking with a cane. I think it was a cane, maybe crutches, but. Everybody felt sorry for me, like, no, no, let the cripple right. go, oh, you know, let him get home. He needs to get home. I'm not kidding. It was a yeah. blizzard. And and back in those those Fairchilds, they just had the curtain yep. separating us from the pilots. And it's bad out. It's We had to stop in Grand Rapids first, and, and it's bad. Yeah. I'm holding the seat in front of me, and I'm closing my eyes, and I'm pretending I'm in a cross-country snowmobile race. That's how bad it was. So we're coming into Grand Rapids, and all of a sudden I hear the pilots yelling. Yeah. And I look out the window, and there's an airplane. I mean, we very, very close. Yeah. We end up landing. Then we're getting ready to take off. Well, then they iced, they had to de-ice the plane. Sure. Well, then we're getting ready to go, well, nope, nope, snowing too hard, so we have to clear the runway again. Yeah. So they get the heavy equipment out, they clear the runway. Okay, it's been so long, we have to de-ice again, blah, blah, blah. I land in Thief River. My mom is waiting for me at the airport. I get off the plane. She goes, I can't believe you got on that airplane. I said, give me a cigarette and bring me to the rusty nail. <laughs> and I sat there just and drank by myself and didn't say a word yeah. to anybody. But yeah. um, I, to this day, uh, still want an airplane. Yeah. I want to own an airplane. Yeah. I want to be in control of the airplane. Uh, Mark Dobmeyer has tried to get me to go up with him many times. And um, I, I'm afraid he'll mess with me. And he swears he would never do that to me. And I believe him, but right. I don't. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, Especially, it should be like going in the two-seater. Like, yeah, we'll just take it nice and easy. I've turned down like three different opportunities right. for that. Well, twice my doctor told me I couldn't. But um, I told him, I said, okay, I'll go, but your wife has to go, and so does mine. Yeah. And then, yeah. then, I, then I know you're not yeah. going to, because one of, one of you two has to still be alive when this is all done. Yeah. So has got to be a designated survivor, right? <laughs> um, uh. Do you have any, any plans for the future? What would you like to see in the future of Darren Looker? I mean... Um, one of the greatest guys in the world, radio play-by-play hockey guys. Yeah. We know Timmy's not going to be around forever. Um, do you ever flirt with that idea? Have you ever thought about or, or, or seen yourself as possibly being that guy? And, and is this something you'd like to keep doing? Yeah, uh, definitely. I wouldn't. Uh, there's no point in being shy about it. Would love to to have that honor because I think it will be an honor when mm-hmm. uh, when a guy like Tim is done, which is hopefully years from now. Exactly. Like exactly. I, I'm having so much fun getting to work with him and learn from him. So that that makes it so cool, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I would uh, I would ultimately love to be the play by play voice of, of Unity Hockey, and I, I don't think uh, there's any sense of being shy about that. Um, and, and it's the perfect gig, you know. A lot of people, when I was first young and first got into the business, my goal was I thought about being uh, trying to be a professional 
yep. uh, for a team. Yep. You know, uh, you are employed by the team. You go everywhere with the team. But, boy, you think about it, it'd be pretty tough to have a wife and a kid and right. a child, you know, right. when you're doing stuff like that because you're you're just like the athlete on the team but not. I mean, you're yep. gone all the time. And, and the reason I ask you that is because when we talk about – mentors people you hear and then you get to know them and find out they're completely different than yeah. you imagine he's definitely one of those guys um i had so much fun um i didn't get to see him a lot at work because he's in one studio i'm yep. in the other one but those guys when him and swig were together i mean what a crew yep. um i absolutely just love those guys they're just they're just throwbacks yeah which, right and it's right. not it's not like you're trying to come up with a nice way of, of saying the old guys but mm-hmm. they're just throwbacks and that's how like how when we got into the business, it's because of guys like that. Sure, yeah, so, absolutely. So when you talk about people you look up to, and you, and you can talk about how you, who you want to sound like, you want to be like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's you know that's the heart of it. You know, just the just the 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 lifers and the the old time guys. That, right. Uh, so yeah, getting to getting to know him, getting to work with him. You, once you get past the oh my goodness, you know it's Tim Hennessy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's just he's a real guy, and he is he is what he is, and that's what makes it even better. You know, I'm uh, yeah. hitting my fortieth year now yeah. uh, of doing this kind of stuff, so I guess I'm maybe considered one of the old guys. Yeah. Um, I feel like it. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I'm in, it'll be 20 now. Yeah. Three, and that's something. Which, and you're not uh, even old. I mean, you were still, you were doing it in high school. Yeah. Which, so I, I dabble a little bit. We used to actually have a radio club sure. back then. And, uh, so I did dabble in it a little bit my junior year and senior year, and then really went into it hard. But, um, is there anything about Darren Looker we haven't talked about? I don't think so. We had on dancing with the special stars. We, is there anything else you want to know? No, I don't know. Which is, is there, any, is there, any, is there yeah, anything else you want everybody else to know? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, we'll we'll, we'll yeah. answer a couple of questions here. Uh, Carson says, uh, how is the dance practice going, Darren Looker? <laughs> uh, still have to get going a little bit heavier on that. Just kind of uh, getting mentally prepared first will be the best way to show and. Yeah, got to get going on it. Yeah. I, I will admit that. I'm, I'm going to give you a hint. Yeah. Uh, we used to practice at a church okay. because my dance partner worked at this church, and it okay. would have a big enough hard floor yeah. for us to practice on. I tried and tried and tried, and I just couldn't get it. One day I got pissed off, and I had probably three, four, five beers yeah. before I went to practice, and yeah. I, I felt horrible about it. When we were done, she goes, what did you do? Huh. And I'm like, oh, boy, no, she's not happy. And I'm like, why? She goes, this is the best you've, the best you've ever danced. I said, had a bunch of beers before I showed up. She goes, yeah. keep doing it. <laughs> like, so well, that's the kind of advice a guy needs. Exactly. And, and you know, um, even like when I go on vacation or if I do anything with my voice on the road, on location, um, if there is beer available, I'm going to have one. Yeah. And I might have two because I do open up a little bit more. I call it vocal lubrication. But uh, if you want to get the real me, uh, that's kind of the real me. A yeah. couple of beers. Um, ask Darren if he ever slipped out of fighting Sue after the name changed. Yes, I can think of one time specifically uh, where it came out. We were something had happened on a goal, and it wasn't thankfully. And I'm going to knock on wood here, not the one at the scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, but it came back, and it was I think right at the end. And I was one of maybe the only two or three people that caught it. Where it came back, and as you repeat everything a second time, it was this, this, and this time of the fighting Sioux goal seven fourteen. Yeah, and I went oh oh yeah yeah. So well, it, it was such a, a, a yeah. regular phrase for so long yeah. that it probably a lot of people just. I was told last night. Um, I called, uh, I think Red River. I called him the Green Wave one time. Oh yeah, and because it's just, it's yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. Um, this has been fun, man. Yeah, thanks. For um, having me. I, uh, I I was hoping you were going to think the same thing. Um, yeah. you know, I I know you kind of had when I first reached out to you. You were kind of like, what the hell you want to talk to me for? But um these are why this is the reasons why and and hopefully um a lot of people will know a little bit more about you now uh maybe they'll know now next time they run into you they'll go i know you might not remember my name next time but blah 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 nerd (laughs) no and that's been great john this is this is awesome just and thank you to everybody for putting up with us just getting to go back down memory lane to thief river and like i said nerd out for however long we've been yeah isn't that that's nerd out that's a great way to put it anytime i'm here for you um, I appreciate it, and yeah. uh, same, vice versa. Yeah. Uh, you guys got, you know, if you want to talk to some of these people with Dancing for the Special Stars, uh, oh we would God. definitely get them on. I know we're working on getting uh, stuff together for Giving Hearts Day with yeah. Special Olympics awesome. North Dakota. So uh, there you go, Darren Looker, UND hockey voice at the Ralph Ingolstead Arena. You will be able to catch him on the radio this weekend, Friday and Saturday, 96.1 The Fox, I'm yes. guessing both games. Yep, both games all along our Home of Economy radio network. Uh, we'll get that plug in now. Uh, Tim and I go live from the... As a good friend, Tom Goddard and Thief River used to call the National Concrete Center. There you go, uh, TG. 7 o'clock tomorrow night. All right. Thank For you Friday. very much. Yeah.
All right, Darren Looker, there you go, everybody. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Rumor Sports Bar and Casino for bringing you today's show, and this was a blast. Uh, I tell you what, uh, you want to watch that UND Hockey Series this weekend, Rumor Sports Bar and Casino, the place to do it. They've got like 900 TVs in there. And then when the Fighting Hawks are back at home, go into Rumors, eat yourself some good grub, have a couple of cold ones, jump on the bus, go to the game. They'll bring you right back to Rumors. You hop in your car and you go. Monday is DJ Trivia Nights. Great place. Great atmosphere. We love these guys. We're open every day from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. You want to go in there for a quick lunch? $6 for burger and a side today. How about that? Great lunch and dinner specials. It's all at Rumors Sports Bar and Casino right here in the Grand Cities Mall. Hey, Dirty Thursday tomorrow and NLRA driver Greg Moore joins us. We're going to pick the brain of the driver, the number 14 late model and more be the first time he's been on the show we can't wait hey you know um we want you to remember to like share tag and follow us all right hit that notification bell on your smartphone too it dings every time we go on the air chad hoff watching great show guys thank you chad you know the grand cities they are grand grand fork's best source is giving them an identity again